Hello, Everyone. and welcome okay. back to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I am Joe, your host and dungeon master for this thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today we have... Daniel, playing Shed Fleek. Cahill, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. Waffle, playing Tarajax. Who wants to give... Oh, I should check the mailbox first, shouldn't I? Before we do the recap. I don't think we have oh, any mail, but... We need to find out. I thought out. we were doing sound checks for running over the intro. That's okay. Oh, oh, we we. I thought I also thought we were doing the intro. Nobody. Uh, we're not going to lose any audience members over this. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> Nothing in that email. The PlayStation Store is not offering refunds on our <laughs> Okay, nothing in the mailbox. So, who wants to do the recap? Oh, so those uh, were our actual intros. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, we're we're in. We're live. What's um, up, kids? Uh, well, we got we back to Lori. We yeah, we yeah. haggled over. I think we decided to, you know, go back to get our uh, rewards our at some going... point. No, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't get oh, to our future. Right, right, right. We were going we back. We had food. not decided on our other on our non-monetary reward that's what it was yeah. yeah and then we stumbled upon a random door in the middle of like An a, earth a mountainside yeah. yeah ancient dwarven looks like pseudo dwarven kind of dwarven pretty dwarven proto dwarven perhaps maybe mm. so yeah uh far ox in front so, uh, you stand in a, a large-ish entrance hall with decorative pillars, stone tiling, a lot of dust, and there is a doorway opposite, full of darkness, mysterious. Uh, yeah. Let's do we it. Go through. And, uh, uh, I want to do, I, well, before we do that, I want to just do, I want to like check for tracks and whatnot. Like, see if there's anyone who's been here recently. By all means. Through this room, had we? It's been uh, a couple weeks. I don't think so. Uh, 15. A 15 will show you that there is a very thick layer of dust on the floor that appears undisturbed. Okay. Flying enemies. <laughs> We're going to be assaulted by flumps. Bats. Or flumps. Yeah. I want to fight flumps. <laughs> or it could just be imps again. Could just be him again. True. Enemies right. that, that use wings to fly would disturb the dust on the floor. Unless their animations are broken. Unless their animations <laughs> are broken. No, no, no. This podcast is not refundable on the PlayStation Store. We're fine. <laughs> you get what you get. <laughs> Bugs and all. Um, oh, so yeah, I, uh, yeah, you don't even pay for this. Not yet. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, I, I clip through the door frame. Is Falrock in front or no? I, yeah. I'm in front, yes. I open the door and go No, he's through. clipping through Falrock, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of awkward because of the whole uh, extra-dimensional hole in Terradex. Yeah, for a brief moment... very stuttery. For a brief moment, their textures overlap such that... <laughs> yep. <laughs> it looks like Terradex is wearing Falrock's clothes, but just on his legs. As long as male reproductive parts don't start appearing <laughs> on people's bodies everywhere. Like... Hey, this is the the Cyberpunk seven, 2077 uh, roast podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll mm. roast your console if you try and play it. <laughs> hey. All right. Uh, you step through the door. You see a corridor. That I love uh, those. extends roughly 30 feet to the left, 30 feet to the right. There's a door on either end and a door directly in front of you. Door in front? Yeah. Door in front. I post up on the side. I ready lightning bolt. Remember, if something goes bad, we either all go out or all go in. Yes. <laughs> no, I will awkwardly stand in the doorway and block other people from going in. 
character development, ladies and gentlemen. I open the door. You open the door into <clears throat> a, a very large room that's uh, roughly 50 feet deep. And by deep, I mean you're standing sort of on a balcony up at the top and it descends oh, okay. down 50 feet. Um, it's about 40, 50 feet uh, sort of wide also. And it extends backwards farther than your dark vision allows. Hmm. Okay. You can see there is a, a cut stone staircase into the wall going down uh, beneath where you are. And uh, what looks like a sort of pulley system just to the left of you, um, sort of adjacent to the balcony you're standing on. Um, and you can make out vague shapes down at the at the bottom of the stairwell sort of on the floor but nothing immediately recognizable to your eye does the pulley system still have ropes uh no there's just sort of pulleys hanging there should we check the other doors first or yeah let's uh let's get a peek into each of these and then we'll approach them in the order we see fit is there anything at the bottom of this pool or I don't think I don't think we can room. see. Well, it's only like fifty feet deep, right? I think that's. Yeah, I mentioned that Farah could make out sort of shapes at the bottom that weren't immediately recognizable. Okay, but but there isn't like a layer of water or anything. No. All right. Um. Yeah. Let's go try the left door. Left. So, backtrack Back the through. Hallway. Repeat the process on the left door. Uh, you open the left door, and there is a corridor that turns right, so in the same direction as the the large chamber. Mm-hmm. And you can see there are uh, it slopes downward, and there are uh, sort of doors set at regular sort of flattened out landings every ten feet as it descends. Hmm. Okay. Uh, right door, then. on Back in the initial corridor. Uh, the right door is identical to the left, except all of the doorways on this, and this one are on the right-hand side of the corridor as you face down. Hmm. Okay. Um, well, I think we should probably do the middle door first, just because yeah. that's the, that stays up first. Yep. Yep. Uh, so back up. to the middle, and then start. Desmond, can we get some light down there, please? Let me see if I have that prepared for the day. Light's a cantrip, Christopher. <laughs> Let's see if I have that prepared for the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait. Thumb through my magic book, which I don't even have. Like I've cast light to like make an illusion of a book. <laughs> um, you would. I pull out a copper piece and flick it to him with light cast on it. Here you go, buddy. I catch it. And then I throw it down into the pit. Okay. Pay back later. (laughs) Continue to tally how much money we have wasted by leaving it behind in dungeons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The copper piece uh, bounces off uh, some sort of metal contraption down at the bottom and uh, lands on the ground. It's passing muffled by the layer of dust that it settles into. There's a little poof. So now that I have a little bit more of a light source down there, um, is this, like, there are multiple metal contraptions down here, or what's sort of the arrangement? Yeah, there's a lot of what would appear to be machinery um large metal containers um bits and pieces that look like they might move if the correct force is applied to them um that sort of thing i uh i vault the railing and then descend okay you drop the 50 feet yep presumably doing something to sell yourself before you hit the ground flight yeah 
Um, so I, I touch down on the uh, floor and I go walk to retrieve the copper piece. The dust down here is a few inches thick. Oh, wow. So you are leaving very Ew. clear and visible tracks as you go. Um, and I'm, I'm going to light um, a fire in my hand and fly along the top of the, the room. <laughs> Didn't you say there were balconies along the outer, like, uh, like at some point on the, um, the walls to our left and right? No, they're oh, okay. Just the one that you came in through. Okay, and there, but does this balcony have a staircase? Yes, there is a staircase cut okay. into the wall next to it that goes down okay. to the floor. What do I see as I fly out away from the balcony? How far uh, does fireball, firebolt, fire produce flame? How far no, does that produce flame? Cast yeah. light. Um, uh, let me it's look not that very up. far. I think it's like ten to twenty foot. It's ten foot bright light and dim for an additional ten. Okay. So I can see. I can see twenty. So you'd have to you'd have to be flying about midway up rather than at the ceiling. I don't know if that's okay. Well, I just wanted to inspect the ceiling. Um, yeah. So as you're flying, you don't spot anything particularly unusual about the ceiling, other than it is also. Uh, sort of worked stone and not rough natural stone okay uh, as you're flying out you do like you the opposite wall comes into view the room is probably about 100 feet long Ooh. okay and i mean the opposite wall doesn't have any doors i'll like fly down a little bit yeah so if you fly down you'll see that there are uh, sort of three doors down here one on the left one on the right and one directly in the center of the wall Okay, cool. And these I'll are all sort of back. similar in construction to the one at the main entrance. So a stone door, fairly thick, with um, those same sort of runes and glyphs etched on it that are in a language that faintly resembles Dwarven. Okay. Faintly is like Falrock. Would Falrock recognize it as like older or... Falrock would look at it... It's... It's kind of like if you saw somebody had written, like old English, or not. Like not uses... even like that. It's like if somebody had written a sentence in old English, but using letters from the Russian alphabet that look similar. Gotcha. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to expect inspect one of these machines to see. I mean, obviously, I'm not a particular. I'm not a gnome, but I, I figure I could probably get a sense of like, is this powered by magic? Does it have like a bunch of levers on it? Uh, make Anything an intelligence check. Hmm. <laughs> Here we go. Well, I rolled a nineteen, so that's a total of twenty. Um. You don't think that these were powered by magic? You think that they are sort of manually manually powered? You cannot begin to guess at what their original function might have been. Hmm. Okay. How big are we talking? Like, e each of these machines, I assume, are kind of like separate from one another. Kind of, you get... Ched would have a better idea of this as he's flying about. There's kind of almost like a... Um, an assembly line feel to it. Mm. You don't see any like conveyor belts, but um, just based on your knowledge role and looking around at the machines nearby, you would guess that some of these machines have inputs that are similar to what is output by other machines in the room. Okay. It's kind of a, almost like a machine shop or like a fabrication mm -hmm. room. So do we want, do we want to, mess with it at all or do we want to like go on and see what else is in this place in general um well, not. let's check those doors at the back and then yeah that, that's what my thought was yeah might there might be some like connects back to this perhaps. maybe yeah yeah i want to see if those side doors open out into the hallways or not okay uh start with the left door in the back of the room 
Okay, the left door at the back opens up, yeah, into the, the same hallway, but it has obviously traversed, like, the entire distance down. Right, okay. Um, is this the first door, like, the first landing, or are there other landings above us? Sorry, could you repeat that? Um, so on, in the hallways that slope down, there yeah. are like doors set into landings every so often. Is this the first door in that hallway? Yes. Okay. I think I understood just, what you were asking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, if we were to go to that left hallway and start going down it and take the first door that we found, it would lead to this one. Yeah? No. If you... Went down if you so if as you were looking at from the bottom there are doors yep. every ten feet or so going back up. Okay. To on the opposite side though. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah, because I guess we would be down quite a ways. Um. Oh yeah, hundred feet by fifty feet. Yes. Probably well beyond dark vision. Um. I just double check that the other door opens up into the right hallway and then check the middle one. Yep. Uh, so the right-hand one does indeed open up into the other hallway. The middle door opens up into a sort of grand staircase going down. Um, so the door itself is almost 10 feet wide. Oh, okay. And the staircase on the other side is probably twice that. Um, and descends down into darkness. Good lord. Didn't we check somehow um and get a sense that this place was gigantic in the first room like didn't didn't we do didn't chad do something last time that was like yeah like like tremors tremor sense or something I used yeah he just drew it yeah. <laughs> and it goes on for like miles yeah. dollars to donuts this is an adamantine mine but that's just my initial thought okay yeah but still I don't know how far we want to go through this, but it seems like that would be useful if we could decipher anything. Right. Well, so, I mean, here's here's my thing, is we don't have anywhere else to be. Nope, <laughs> we really don't. Like, honestly, we could move the tree ship closer and take as many days as we want to do this. We're, um, we're there, not wanted anywhere. Is there anyone that we know and trust that... Like, what about the Master Scrivener from, like, do you think he could help us, perhaps, if Send, we can get a hold of him? He told us, though, that the sendings are being monitored. Yeah. So It's also one of those Christ things where only. I don't know how we would really, like, give him information on this, because we would be like, hey, Scrivener, have you ever heard of a spooky underground lair with words that we don't know what they are? And he's like, great, that's super helpful. Well, <laughs> more so if it is, like, old Dwarvish and, like, some sort of adamantine mind he might be able to here's one we thing we can check with um, and see if there's a way to contact him that's a bit more secure like if there's an iconoclast line or something I don't yeah know. that'd be good to do um, other thing is Desmond uh, I know you probably don't have it prepared today but tongues might do I even have that as an option I, I honestly don't like I don't know if you do but if anyone has some kind of like language. decipher language spell, yeah. comprehend uh, languages might be something. Bard, more. sorcerer, warlock, and wizard. Ah, Terror tongues though yeah, is yeah, I think is it not? Hang on, I don't think there's tongues. Tongues is a third level divination spell. Oh, spoken um, languages I'm, though. I apparently wanted. don't have it. Tongues is spoken language only. Hmm. Oh, no, that, that that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> All right, so we use animate object on the door. Presumably, it'll be speaking in the language that it was created by. Then we do tongues. <laughs> wow. And we ask the door what the fuck it is. That's really roundabout. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I... I mean, let's start with the side corridors before we do the giant, like, staircase down into the abyss. Just, yeah, as a as a housekeeping thing. I assume it's going to be, like, workers' quarters on the sides, but I just want to check. Um, so I go to the 10-foot spaced doors, and I just start poking into them, seeing what's up. 
start on the left. Okay. Go back up to the top. Um, yeah. yeah. Start from the top. Go down. Yeah, your your suspicions are not far off. Each each door appears to contain a small, almost cell-like room that has a sort of a raised shelf that you suspect is probably a bed. Um, chamber pot, um, a stone uh, dresser or cabinet of some description for holding objects. All of this hmm. coated in several inches of dust. And we haven't seen any traces of like remains, uh, you know, of creatures or, you know, dwarves or like just any anything that any signs of life or life that has been here, basically. No, but you also didn't make a super good search of that central chamber. Might have missed something in there. Yeah, it's pretty big. Um, I'm more curious. So are there any personal effects in any of these, or are they all identical? Uh, they appear to all be identical. Okay. How far down does this hallway go? It stops, like, it connects the upper layer, or upper Oh, okay, so that's, like, the bottom, the bottom of the hallway. All right. Uh, Double-check the opposite side just to make sure there's nothing different or no oddities in any of those rooms. And then um, I would like to do a little bit of a sweep of this uh, machine area before we go down deep, just just to see if we can find anything that's going to give us a hint as to what's going on here. Yeah, I'm going to start poking around that machinery, actually, see if... Because Falrock worked tangentially in a forge once, so he'd be able to recognize some components and stuff, Yeah, even just, like, if there are, like, manufacturer's marks, I know they're going to be in, like, pseudo-dwarven, but that's still good information. Yeah. Would it be an investigation check or a survival check if I'm mainly looking for signs of whatever last life was here? Joe. Um, for that, I you could do survival. Either would be fine. I'm and guessing death. you're probably going to use survival. I'm taking survival <laughs> for sure. The total of 23. Uh, as far as you can tell, nothing has ever lived here. Have ever lived here? Granted, like, going back after a certain amount of time, you're not going to be able to tell. But within it's been, it's been yeah. cleaned out is yeah. what I'm hearing. Nothing yeah. has been here for as long as you are able to discern whether or not something has been here. Huh. Fair, would, fair enough. Would investigation or history serve me better for like looking at the machinery, trying to recognize if it's ancient forged materials and things like that? Uh probably investigation here. Okay. I would also um approach it from like a metallurgy standpoint because if we like even just knowing what it's made of is because i would imagine there are like modern materials that are not seen in old works and there's probably like old like like if they're made of brass or something you can be like oh well that's that's a clue do we know if um ivy or basil are um if they is it's like a secondary i don't know i know well, I don't think the problem is they're in jux too so yeah they, they oh i thought they to... were in the ship shit no they're they 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 a ball or something oh that's mm-hmm. right it's a class reunion yeah, yeah. Um, i mean we I could uh, 15 I would still, on my uh investigation i would record this um terajux some of the language. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's recording it. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I still haven't been given my hootie hootie get booty privileges back. <laughs> Honestly, you try to record an unknowable Eldritch Terror once, and it's just. Yep. That's all it never, takes. You never you, hear you the only, end of it. You only get one. You shouldn't even have gotten the first one. Um, but yeah, 15 on investigation. Okay, your investigation check reveals to you that these devices are sort of not dissimilar from what you might see in a large-scale smithing operation. 
okay. or metalworking, but mm -hmm. they're also um, kind of alien in that they don't, like, there are similarities, but there are more differences to what you are accustomed to seeing in in that sort of thing. Right, so it'd be like metallurgy and something else then? Uh, potentially. It's hard to say. Yeah. When um, when you say alien, is it the implication there that like this equipment operates on metals in a way that doesn't make sense? Like it's like, oh, there's <laughs> this portion is cooling it instead of heating it, or like, is it just are they are they operating on different rules, or are they trying to do different things with metals than what Falrock's used to? It's hard to say. They're okay. of a design that is almost wholly unfamiliar. Say we go a little deeper in, and if we can't find anything of any... Like, if I'm just wondering how far we go in before it might be hard to find anything with our uh, limited knowledge unless we, had, we got some help. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I say we go one more room, though. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, door. yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, this entire time Desmond's just been holding his hand to his ear like he's listening to somebody talking like a one-way phone call. He's like, I know exactly what we're doing, but I can't get them to figure it out. <laughs> I don't know. He's listening I mean, for drums. Drums in yeah. the deep. <laughs> well, um, next floor, I guess. Or, I mean, we go down the staircase. I don't know if it's like a multi-floor ordeal or what's going on we descend okay you descend into a madness i mean that too no, <laughs> um sort of a large uh a large room again as far as you can tell the walls and the ceiling before it sort of disappears up into the darkness are all worked stone um, mm -hmm. several large pillars throughout this room um, and stone stalls like it almost looks like uh, think like the marketplace from Aladdin with all the like mm -hmm. little shops and stalls set up Yeah, but everything is made of stone um, huh. it's very very large like almost large enough to think that you might be outside at night ooh Oh. How does this compare to um, Falrock's hometown? Agaton? Like, yeah. Yeah, the, the Undercity. The Agaton Under was a lot more cramped than this. Like, okay. the caverns all had... Like, how is something this big just, like, derelict, though? That's what I can't figure out. Like, how did it just get missed? Yeah, you'd well, think, like, some is. goblins would have taken up residence or something. Yeah. I'm getting like a Mines of Moria vibe. Because that door bit. wasn't that hard to open, and we haven't hit any traps. So. Oh no, turn back, please. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't hit any traps. We haven't seen any signs of disturbances. Mm. Um, Don't tell me we like time jumped with our blood powers or some shit. I um on the door frame yeah. before we enter this, full. What are you talking about? <laughs> this giant cavernous space, I'm going to create uh I'm gonna draw some stuff with chalk, as is my custom. Okay. Um I I write down TJ, I write down the date, and I draw some arrows to okay. indicate where we came from and where we're going. You have to clear out a couple of inches of dust before you can yeah. Right on anything. And, and as I clear out the dust, I see TJ, but the date's from 100 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I clear it off with precipitation and then I uh, I chalk up. Okay. Uh, that way, when we die, future adventurers will be able to come down here and ponder what TJ means. Turn Jack. That's the one. Got it. That's, that's, um, it's a cryptic warning. So is it is it kind of a, a maze of a marketplace? Like are there multiple lanes of stalls? There um, are, but it's not it's not labyrinthine. It's all very well organized. It's just vast. It's yeah, yeah. it's just very big. 
I'm as gonna before... oh go ahead. I'm gonna conjure animals. Okay. Um and wow. I'm gonna conjure up eight wolves. Um That's a lot of like, wolves. To act as like scouts. Okay. Um slash uh, investigators. No, good call. Oh, yeah, that's we'll have like a, an do. outer ring of, you know, one. We'll we'll get alerted to traps and maybe enemies <laughs> sooner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pit trap! Mm. Uh, down to seven. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good idea. Um, definitely would like an early warning down here. So I'll I'll send out the pack. Okay. Oh, woo, woo, woo. A, a pack of wolves wearing tiny investigator hats <laughs> appear out of the Feywild. And um, little they've got little vests as well. Yeah. Um, and they uh, spread out and start moving down the various rows of stalls. Okay. Uh, I check a couple of these stalls. Are they... Similarly identical to the beds up above. Like, yeah. Uh, well, okay. they're not. Like they even have little awnings carved. Oh, that's cute. Over top. So. Um. No sign of any goods. I'm sure it's just deserted. Yep. Desolate, even. No, well, you could say okay. that. Okay. Um. God, yeah, this is really interesting because it's all like. It's laid out very meticulously. So this. This would not have been like a city that was partially inhabited and then it grew over time. It's far too like regimented for that. Uh -huh. So someone would have built this whole place all at once. Yeah, the part that I'm, the part that's throwing me for a loop is we saw what would normally be like a more central part or a deeper part of the place before we got to the main thoroughfare. Yeah, why would you keep your forge equipment? Yeah, on the outside. Um, ventilation? Maybe. Maybe they were of... in part a trade city, so like a lot of the materials they brought in were brought in from the front door anyway. That central room didn't look. Or the the first room we went into was just like a holding room, right? It, it, there yeah. wasn't anything there. Well, clearly whoever designed this structure just is working through some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be weird to have the markets below the production facilities. Yeah. Um, how old Perhaps is the underwear? There is, that's what I was going to say. Perhaps it does connect in some way. Like that, uh, you know, that one area we found, like it's been closed off. But the tower. There is yeah. A... yeah. How old uh, is the underway? The existed the whole time. Goes back to before the hatching. Okay, yeah. so. But uh, dwarven the dwarven language didn't change that much pre and post hatchling because they still have records. Yes. So this is so this, this is either isn't... not dwarven or much older, and both are weird because if it's older, why has nobody found it before now? If it's not dwarven. What the fuck is it? Yeah. All right. Um, well, who else would have, I guess, lived along the underway if we're thinking that this is connected below, but I don't know. Mole people. <laughs> Dwergar. <sighs> oh, good Lord. You know, I heard rumors that uh, the Night Stalker is not native to Hopstonopolis. <laughs> <laughs> that out there somewhere is an entire city full of the creatures <laughs> waiting, biding their time, infiltrating the government and assuming the role of the Eldraxan president. Anyways. Basically, we're just another true church. <laughs> <laughs> The Trumer Church. Yeah. Do that we, needs uh... to be the cult we start. Yeah, let's keep going. Uh, fuck it. Yeah. Has anyone done any sort of, like, just seeing if there's some sort of magic in here? Like, perhaps there is, I don't know, some sort of, you know, something we're missing. Like, I don't know. Like, can anyone just sense um, if there's a magical presence? I, about? uh... I guess I could 
put Desmond in a wheelbarrow. Do you have a wheelbarrow? I'm sure we could find one down here. <laughs> like, does anything look like the dust or anything like that look odd or peculiar or anything? Or does it just look like dust? To your eye, it simply appears to be dust. Okay. Hmm. You could make a check to that effect if you so chose. It's the ashes of all the dwarves that were that's what I was about, I, flash burned alive. I, I was gonna Tonight. scoop up. I was gonna scoop up a bit, a bit, and hold it to Desmond's mouth and say, "Lick it." But didn't I get a vibe from the earth element or the earth plane? You did. Here? Yes. Um, after. Do any of us? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you. After you. Um, DMs first. I. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm the DM and I insist. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so does anybody know what that language looks like? Whatever it's called? Terran? What would you call? Um, the... It's, I mean, it's a dialect of primordial, right? Yes. Yeah, but the they each have their own. Aquan, Auron, Ignan, and Terran, yeah. Auron, yeah. Okay. That's the air. So... Yeah, I know what I mean, Aaron looks like. Does this look like just another dialect in the uh, primordial tongue, Joe? No, no, it does not. Okay. After mm. a few moments of this discussion, a couple minutes, excuse me, <laughs> um, one of the wolves comes back <gasps> and uh, sort of shakes its head a couple of times and then sneezes because there's a lot of dust. <laughs> Ah, um, so I, I guess I ask him, you know, did you find anything? Uh, it takes, um, it takes a paw and sort of sketches with a claw a rough outline of the chamber you're in, which is quite large. Um, how would a wolf do this? I can, I mean, I can just, I'll make it easier. I'll cast Speak with Animals and just okay. ask him. It uh, informs you that the stalls carry on for about half the length of the chamber, which is um, about 300 feet wide and 500 feet long. Whew. Um, the back half appears to be uh, some sort of like a park but all of the stuff in it is made of stone or variations thereof um, there is after those 500 feet a very abrupt drop off like a, a cliff hmm. and some uh, devices hanging at the edge if only we had members who could fly <laughs> well let's go check out that pit into unfathomable darkness uh, I was about I, to say that sounds like Tarajux's thing right? yeah there, I'll, so. sure, I'll yeah. ask him uh, if the other wolves found anything or if that's just what they reported to him other wolves I'm the only one left oh shit <laughs> does he know Joe sorry run that by me one more time um, so I'm, I'm asking him if, if that was information, if that was all the information he got from the rest of the wolves, or if there are still some who haven't, like, reported to him. I guess he's some kind of leader then. <laughs> he's the alpha. Uh, a couple more, a couple of other, of other, well, the rest of the wolves all reconvene as okay. he's sort of describing this to you, and, um, they mention that there are a couple of, uh, sort of those larger 10 foot doors on other si either side of the room. Oh, uh, sort of in the, the market area. Okay. Um, why don't we open those doors and send the wolves in there too? Yeah. Let's, let's do that while we still have the wolves because that pit, I'm eager to jump down that pit. Like <laughs> I, I gotta be honest when we were going underground, I'm like, mm, this is going to be a bunch of closed in hallways and stuff. But in here, this is great. I'm having a great time. 
Yeah, little, if this little place caves in, if this place caves in, I can at least like dodge on the rocks on my way out, you know? Yeah, if this place caves in, like a whole mountain could collapse in here and it won't fill it up. So it's fine. We'll be fine. Uh, let's go and check out these side doors and send the wolves in. Uh, starting on the left, I guess. Okay. Today's a left door kind of day. <clears throat> You walk for Just a to bit. make sure, I I uh, scoop up a bunch of the dust and kind of just inspect it a little closer and do a uh, nature check, I guess, on it. Okay, feel free. Uh, 18. This just appears to be a lot of dust. Okay. Regular old garden variety dust. Regular old elf dust. Definitely elf. not <laughs> centuries of you know, moats of earth elemental piling up for another grand invasion. No, of course not. Definitely not that. Um, okay, well, left door. You spend... pop it open, send in the wolf squad. Send in <clears throat> um, wolf pack out. Steel Team 6. <laughs> I mean, aren't there, what, like eight of them? We can yeah. send four in each door? Or... Eight sure. wolves strong together. I, I think we do one door at a time here. Don't split the wolf party. <laughs> Why throw four wolves at a problem when you could throw eight wolves? <laughs> All kinds of wolf aphorisms here. Yeah. That's why you listen to the Alchemist Club. Uh, a wolf in the hand is worth two searching the side room. What the fuck is in the side room? You swing open the door, and you see a, a reasonably spacious uh, sort of room. There's a stone table and some stone chairs, um, sort of like a little kitchenette area, counter with cabinets, a couple of other rooms, uh, doors that you can see. It's not... It's not like it's small enough that Falrock could view the whole thing with his dark vision. Mm -hmm. No wolves okay. necessary. Any outstanding features, Falrock? What Falrock? What do your dwarf eyes see? Uh, nothing terribly out of the ordinary, but I'll make an investigation check to be sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, sixteen. With well, a sixteen, um. You can spot a couple of places where there are like slight discolorations on the walls, um, and like uh, hooks or or hangers of some description that at one point seem to have held something that has long since vanished or rotted away. Hmm. Discoloration, like the stone is like the stained. stone is a little bit lighter. Okay. Interesting. Oh, like, that's really weird. Uh, butcher's not, shop, or it's not really light in here, right? Nope. Or there's right. not a way light could get in, so it's not like it's covering something up, and that part of the wall has not faded where the rest has. Um, Chad, can we get a tremor sense read over by these walls and make sure there's no like hidden passages? Uh, sure. I'll I'll walk past them. Um, aside from the uh, spaces on either side of the doors inside um, you don't get any sense that there are hidden passageways uh, okay the only guess I've got is butcher shop but I, I don't butcher know shop or like torture racks uh, I'm like given that this place does this was pretty easy to access. I'm given to think butcher shop next to the market, right? Well, unless it's a slave market. Uh, yeah. So, like, I'm wondering because the the workshop we saw up above, like those um, those rooms, did not seem especially cell like. Um, it's weird because like the front door was fairly easy to get in and out of but maybe it's like they just had guards everywhere so it didn't matter um i i have no idea 
Uh, that's uh, that's my working theory right now. Is uh, this was a place where people were being hung up on racks, not meat. But we'll see. What? No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> There's a joke. I'm not saying it. <laughs> um, uh, check the other room opposite this one on the the right side. Okay, you're just going to leave the other doors closed. Oh, are there other doors yeah, in there? Yeah, there, there are a couple doors in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's do those first. Start on the left. I go and open the right as they open the left. Okay. The left door contains a room uh, that reminds you of the other sort of um, cells that you saw earlier, since it's larger. Right. The beer slash bed is uh, also larger, uh, more similar to a four post. And in fact, it does have like the little posts on at the four corners, mm-hmm. um, like a frame above the bed, although there aren't any curtains on it, obviously. <clears throat> um, a more spacious chest of drawers and a, a space that looks like it may have been meant to be a closet. Are these doors that we're opening, is there any way to, like, bar these or lock them, or... The door, the main door that leads into this little complex does have a, like, a bar that you can set across it. Okay. Uh, The right door contains a room with a sunken floor that appears to have a drain in the center, and there is a tub. It's very obviously a tub. Um, sort of situated in one corner. I go over and I try to turn one of the turn one of the faucets to see if any water piped through. There's a rumbling noise um, that just sort of carries on. No water comes out of the faucet. Uh, anything in the drawers? Nope. Did you say there were other like smaller cells as well next to that? No. Bed or... No, okay. There's a closet. Gotcha. Uh, Also empty, I assume. Do you want to take my decanter and, like, reverse fill the sink? (laughs) 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 I mean, it clearly sounds like the hot water heater is empty. We can fill it back up. (laughs) (laughs) To what end? (laughs) I don't know. I just I'm a water guy. This is like literally the only thing that's come up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. Let let's see if the pipes work. Why not? <laughs> I'm gonna set it to level two, which is like a normal stream, which should be just enough water pressure to to force it through the pipes. Okay, you hook the decanter up to the faucet and let loose and you hear the water traveling up into the faucet and through pipes and the walls and sure there's you are you are reverse filling the plumbing system i guess <laughs> now does ched get any tremor senses from the water moving because he could be able to follow the pipes yeah he can feel the pipes they they appear to go downward mostly let's follow the pipes Okay, um, so there's no more doors in this side, so I say we check the right side of the marketplace first, and then we'll do we'll go down the dark, scary pit. I just want to see if the other side is like a mirror image of this, because so far, this whole facility has been really symmetric, and I'm curious how far that extends. So I'm going to go check the other door with the wolf pack. The other door leads to a... I like that you've just co-opted the wolves from Ched. I'm leading them around with biggin strips. <laughs> <laughs> they're good boys. Yeah, they're, they're very good boys and girls. Um, yeah, so the, the door on the right-hand side leads to a similar little complex of rooms. Same discoloration on the walls, same, like... Uh, empty drawers. Bedroom drawers. Yeah, like, how similar? Uh, it is more or less one-to-one mirrored. 
Carbon copy. Okay. All right. We're done here. I So there is an apparatus at the edge of this cliff, if I remember the wolves correctly. Some kind of device. And the void underneath. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it a pulley system? Is it oh, an elevator? I, I hope it's an elevator so I cannot use it. <laughs> <laughs> so I can scorn the works of man. <laughs> but if it is an elevator, we could all use it. Or we could just feather fall. That begs the question. <laughs> or we can not waste spells up. and just use it. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, what, we'll see. What is it? When we get to the pit, what is it? So the first thing that attracts your attention when you come into view is the size of this uh, sort of hole. Um, it just, it's the same size as the room, but down. Jesus. And... Is the whole room an elevator? <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there like a giant, uh, God, we can't even see across the pit, can we? Nope. Nope. Uh, I, flame, fly out. I take my glowing copper piece and I just start walking out over the void. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I want to go to the far side of the wall and touch it and like wave to indicate that's how far away it is. Right. Um, you walk for about three minutes. Dang. <laughs> before you reach the the far side of the wall or the okay the cave uh, sort of sloping down and even then you can see that it comes to a halt like sort of mid mid-air if that makes sense like there's more cave that goes on underneath the wall that you found oh weird okay uh, I'm gonna fly on back then this place is enormous. Yeah. And do note that that was six minutes off your shoes. Yeah. Uh, um, as for the machinery near the wow. pit, um, it does, like, at a glance, look like this is probably some sort of lift or elevator. Um, there is a large system of pulleys uh, run with a metal wire that travels down into the darkness. Um, I assume there's like a central platform or something where like an operator would stand or some kind of... Yeah, there's, there's a little um, section that looks kind of like a, ri a roller coaster operator booth. If that makes sense, like a little yeah. control panel. Okay. How complex do the controls look? Because I because I can fly airplanes. How complicated you, is this compared to an you airplane? Can fly a glider. Is an elevator not a airplane on rails? First of all, oh you, can, you can fly gliders, <laughs> which are different from airplanes. I can fly aerocraft. Secondly, no, an elevator is not an aircraft <laughs> on rails. Um, Thirdly, well, I'm going to start fiddling with the controls. The controls are medium complex. All right. Uh, I try a lever. Gently, though. Okay, you pull the lever. Nothing happens. Hmm. Um, I put the lever back. I'm trying other buttons. I'm looking around if there's like a a place where we need to put a key in or I'm, I'm rifling around in the cabinet below for an instruction manual. I find like a, a flask of whiskey and I take a drink of it and I go, Ugh, and put it back. Um, Is there anything like uh, any sort of indicator here besides uh, one that would be written in a language that none of us speak? Can everybody except Terrajux make an investigation check, please? Yep. 16. 18. No modifier. Seven. Plus five. 17. I got a five. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy! <laughs> Sleuthing it up. Right. 
So, um, everybody except Desmond, who I assume is like standing behind Terrajux and poking additional. Well, buttons. we never told Desmond so to. He's still just checking the pipes. Oh, yeah. No, he's yeah, he's still just pumping water in. <laughs> <laughs> everybody except Desmond, um, you notice that there is a another sort of smaller machine kind of adjacent to this that uh, appears similar but it has um like a wheel you know and when they show like the portcullis being lowered or raised in medieval castles it's that kind of wheel yeah. with the spokes on it um that also appears to be uh hooked up to a system of pulleys with a uh, metal wire descending into the darkness. Well, I'm pressing buttons. Yep. Go spin the wheel. Spin that wheel. Okay. Can I, I will need a strength check if you are spinning the wheel. Okay. Why fall rock spinning the wheel? 22. Oh boy. All right. Man, that belt was such a good purchase. <laughs> <laughs> Of the campaign, <laughs> it takes a little bit of effort to get it started um, because there's a lot of dust in all the moving parts. But um, as you start turning it, you see a uh, like the the metal wire is being spooled onto well a spool uh, sort of adjacent to you, and after a couple of minutes, a large weight rises up out of the darkness. Hmm. A large weight, like just a block of metal or? Yep, just a block of metal. And it's, uh, it like raises vertically, right? Or are we pulling this up along like a diagonal track of some kind? No, it raises vertically. Okay. Uh, well, Fall Rock has charged the counterweight, so now surely the elevator must work, and I try buttons and levers again. Yeah, uh, so you flip a bunch of levers and buttons and switches, and eventually something engages, and the weight that Farrakh is holding up starts to descend, um, sort of pushing him along with the wheel, if he's still holding it. No, I let go, and it starts moving by itself. Okay. Um, And you see... You see, um, after a couple of minutes rising up out of the darkness, a 20-foot-to-a-side square platform uh, made of the same sort of cut stone tiles that you've seen elsewhere, suspended in a cage uh, held up by this metal wire. Okay. Um... Is there a similar control panel inside this elevator, or does this need to be operated from out here? There are buttons inside the elevator as well. Cool. Well, uh, I go and I sit on top of the elevator. Uh, Yeah, me too. I'm I'm standing (laughs) on top. I'm not getting inside. Good luck, guys. Not getting in the death cage. It's it's very much like a birdcage, perhaps too much so for Chad's comfort. I, I lean in and I point and I go, it's that lever, but I'm not going to go in there and pull it. I uh, I direct the wolves to get inside. I'll go in and pull it. I, I can pull it with Mage Hand. Yeah, let's... Is somebody going to get Desmond? Oh. Uh, yeah, let's, let's just, the, the non-flying people, let's just go stand in the, the cage. It'll be fine. I'm yeah. sure. I, um, I use... I use Gust to tickle Desmond from range and let him know that we're leaving. (laughs) (laughs) And then once everybody's aboard, I flip the lever with a gust of wind and down we go. Okay. The cage, the elevator begins to descend down into the darkness beneath. And I think that's where we'll stop the episode. Um. I'm really hoping that being outside the cage is not dangerous. (laughs) What's the worst that could happen? Maybe there's a reason it's a cage. (laughs) Well, also, it's like, does the the cage have, like, a front door or something? Or, like, how... 
does it have like a door that shuts as it yeah, starts to go down? Or? Yeah, we didn't ask how we got it. No, you just there's there's a section of the cage that opens and shuts. Okay, we we could just open it and get in if things get dicey. But it's up against the wall, isn't it? No. Oh, this is like an overhang, I think. Yeah. If it yeah if it if this turns out to be a shark cage situation, we'll uh we'll rectify that. Anyway, I'm sure it'll be fine. The party descends into darkness, and. You know, this is that's just usual stuff for Oops. the Alchemist Club. Always, yeah. always descending into things. Um, I've been Joe, your host and dungeon master for this thrilling D&D adventure. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Our Twitter handle is at alchemist underscore. Um, leave us a, a nice review. Tell your friends about us. We'd love to grow our audience. Um, maybe one day we'll have enough people so that we can actually start a Patreon. Um, Someday. It's a pipe dream. We can, we can dream. <laughs> uh, anyway, our intrepid adventurers today were... Uh, Daniel playing Jet Fleet. KL playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Fall Rock. Matt, and I play Leolin. Waffle playing Tarajax. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> yeah, that'll be perfect for the Valentine's Day release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.